All right. Welcome to this episode of Real Estate Fight Club. This is a series called What Would You Do? where we discuss professional standards committee cases and code of ethics violations. Here with me today is Jim Camarado. Camarado? Oh, I made you Italian. I am Italian. Oh, I made you. Oh, it's also Italian, Italian, right? Yeah. Well, Camarata. Camarata. Is actually the name of a little town in the dead center of the island of Sicily. Wow, look at that. Well, back to your roots. I feel like it changed from Camarado to Camarada. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> Keller Williams, right. Jim Camarada, I... Minnesota. Yep, 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 yep. All the things. Uh, an Italian guy in uh, the Scandinavian countryside. Ooh, it's rough. <laughs> But I am quarter uh, Norwegian, so I do qualify. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, Jim, what are we talking about today? What kind of uh, good juiciness do you have for us? Well, we're talking about uh, a possible violation of Article 16. Which no. says what? Article I love 16. violating all the articles equally. <laughs> You're an equal uh, opportunity. Okay. Yeah. Um, 16-4 says realtors shall not solicit a listing which is currently listed exclusively with another broker so in other I don't words think you are, people should violate that one no no you have a legal uh, agreement with a client and no other agent should ever ever interfere well it's annoying well it's also illegal and unethical but i'm saying <laughs> like also too but like i mean you know look sometimes it can happen accidentally but you got to like backpedal quickly but yep. like why would you oh the let me well tell me what happened and then we'll we'll see if how yeah. i can like weasel my way in there <laughs> okay uh let's just say realtor a has a property listed okay uh showings uh but it didn't uh, did not sell okay. so the listing died it expired Okay. Um, realtor B, I almost said realtor number B, uh, <laughs> showed the property to okay. a, a client, sure. um, but the purchaser did not make a, a decision to buy that particular property. Okay. <clears throat> so listing expired. That prospect went back to realtor B and said, I'd like to take a look at that house again. Would you okay. show it to me? Sure. Okay, great. No so problem. The agent reached out to the seller and said, I do have somebody that's interested. Uh, showed it to him before. They want to see it again. Uh, may I? So the seller said, yeah, sure. You know, the uh, the listing expired. I don't have it with Realtor A anymore. Well, well there was also some time period that, uh, that that took place. So he said, you know, there I is took a protection all- clause. Well, yeah. That only applies in our state, and I'm sure other states as well, is if they do not list it again. As soon as they list it with another realtor. It's out the door. Agreed. It's out the door. Yeah, But in this tail, case, it was not listed with another realtor. The agent, B, reached out to the seller and said, are you still looking to sell? Got it. He said, yes, and I will list with you. Cool. So got a hold of the other player again and brought him through. (laughs) And to make a long story short, that prospect said, yep, I want to buy it. Okay. So he did put it on the market. 
<sighs> then he showed it to him, sold it, and got it closed. So Realtor A said, but they showed it during the time I had it listed and my protection clause was still in effect when they called. Is this what happened? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's take so, a break. I have a, should we take a break? Sure. Give your head a break. I'm getting irate. My blood is boiling. <laughs> I'm going to teach you a new word today, Jim. Maybe. I love I you, Jen. Do you know this <laughs> word called perturbation? Who? <laughs> Not masturbation. <laughs> it's called perturbation. I'm going to have to look that one up in my funky way. It's a new word, right? So if yeah. you visualize a uh, pot of water boiling for your spaghetti, the spaghetti, right? It's boiling, boiling, boiling. And at some point, like the top blows off, right? The perturbation is the boiling, boiling, boiling right before it, like, right before it goes crazy. Okay. And I feel that happen. My anger is doing that inside of my body. So that's why we need to take a break. But I'm glad I taught you a new word. <laughs> Hopefully it's a real word and not a made up word. You can well, look that I'll, I'll look, like I said before, I'll look that up in my Funkin' Wagnalls. <laughs> You're what? Oh, that's a real, <laughs> like, like an old encyclopedia. Okay. It was called Funkin' Wagnalls. Your age is showing. Cover, <laughs> cover your skirt. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me tell you about two of our favorite partners. Um, the first one I want to tell you is my co-host Monica Weekly. She, as you all know, as you know, she loves social media. And so she has created a free product for you that is called ghost poster. And what it does is every week you, um, every day of the week, you get Monday through Friday, you get a social media post for engagement and you literally copy and paste it. This is perfect for those of you that know you need to post on social media, but don't know what to post. Uh, go to ghostposter.com, G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R.com. It's free. Do it. Get it done. The other one is our favorite. I just hired a new cyber backer, another one. I'm sorry. In addition, a second cyber backer. Um, so what the cyber backers are, they're virtual assistants. They take all of the stuff that you should not be doing off of your plate and they take care of it and make you a better business owner. So I would highly recommend if you're thinking of, um, an assistant, transaction coordinator, a social media marketing manager, anything like that, check out Cyberbacker. Go to cyberbacker.com, input Fight Club, and get a special prize. All right, Jim. A special prize. I love special prizes. Like a Cracker Jack box prize. Yeah. Oh, you're just dating yourself. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have Cracker Jacks? I don't know. Do they still make that? And do they put prizes in there? I don't know. Did you? I saw this meme. Oh. That was saying it was so funny. And it was a meme of, with a kid talking to a mom. And the kid uh -huh. was like, Mom, you know, when you get that time of the month, blah, blah, blah. He was like, They should put prizes in the box. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, because you're so angry. And I was like, That's a good idea. They should I'm put filtering. prizes. <laughs> they should put prizes filtering. in the box. And the prize should be chocolate. Let's be honest. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Back to the show. Oh, uh, okay. So the age, okay, carry on. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. You tell me. So, what yeah. So there was a, a period of time when the listing had expired. It was off the market and realtor B, 
came in and, and listed the property with that seller. Seller chose not to use agent A yeah. again. And um, he got it sold. So, yeah, to uh, the client that agent B showed it to while agent A had it listed. Right. Right. So the question is, is Agent A do a commission? Is that the question? Well, the actual question is, is Realtor B in violation of Article 16? Did he indeed interfere with an existing agency relationship? Article 16 says Realtor shall whoops, uh, not engage in any practice or take any action inconsistent with exclusive representation or exclusive brokerage relationship agreements that other realtors have with clients. So the question is, and this was before the panel, was there a violation? Did Realtor B go after while the, uh, while the uh, um, agent A had it listed with the seller? He showed it. Right. But did he solicit the business? I mean, okay. I, can... <laughs> I do not want to give you an answer yet. Here's what I think. I can see all the sides. Now, what would I do? This is what I would ask myself. Okay. Let's, I mean, we're being recorded. So this probably will at some point be used against me, but here's, here's what I think. Do I know the listing agent? Okay. If I know them, and I like them, the old listing agent, the agent A, if yeah. I know them and I like them, I would probably call them and be like, yo, I've got a client that's interested in that property that expired. Are you, do you still have a relationship with that agent or that seller? Are you guys doing something right? Because lots of things happen and, mm -hmm. and maybe it was a canceled listing, which we have the same issue, right? Like, like I talked to an agent today and I was like, Hey, there's this house, whatever. And she's like, yeah, this is what we're doing. He's making some improvements and we're putting it back on. Like they, I'm going to get stopped right at the seller because they have a relationship. They have a plan. So I want to know from my seller friend, do they have a plan? Now let's say that the agent says, no, we don't. And I'd be like, okay, great. Then I'm free to move forward. I think in my opinion, if she says, yes, here's the plan, whatever, then I would rather just work with her. Okay. In, in some states, dual agency is also a problem. And for some agents, dual agency is also a problem. And for some clients, dual agency is a problem. And that's what we would have here if I listed it and it was my buyer. So let's say that dual agency is not a problem because in general, it's not a problem for me. Now, if I don't like the agent <laughs> or they're a douche being recorded here, <laughs> or they're a douche. <laughs> and my bet is that now the seller doesn't like them either because they're terrible. And I, as a real estate agent, one of the ways that I go after business is to call expireds and canceled listings. Okay. So I would actually call them to get the listing first. First, because I don't just want to bring the buyer and they're for sale by owner. I want the listing because what if the buyer again decides they don't want it? They've already decided they don't want it. Am I wrong? Am I in violation? No, these are all good points. They're all good, valid points. And in my marketplace, as I'm sure in your marketplace, 
uh, I rely very heavily on the cooperation of my fellow realtors. Uh, I, I took advantage of that of those relationships recently right. because I had a client that was interested in a, a particular type of waterfront property. So I reached out after exploring all the multiple list properties and I said, yeah. guys, you got anything in your uh, your pockets that will be right. coming on soon? And I ended up showing three properties that yeah. were not yet on the market. And so relationships are extremely they matter. important Agree. to me and like to you as well. And it's the same. Yes, I prefer, my preference is for everybody to have a giant group hug and get along and for business to be done through networking and knowing each other. The fact is, is some of our colleagues are jerks. I will not disparage, but I'm not going to disagree with you. Yeah, there are some people who should not be licensed. Right. And so just like any other profession. There are yeah. some people who should not be CPAs, lawyers, bus drivers, whatever. And I just don't think that this case is, I, I think initially it seems like it's cut and dry, but it's also not because the seller and agent A have a relationship where their relationship ended and we don't know the terms that that ended on. And it could have been bad. And my fiduciary is to my buyer. And if, and if, if I think that agent A is going to get in the way of my fiduciary to my buyer, because maybe they ended bad, but the agent A didn't think so, but the seller did. And the seller's like never talking to agent A and my buyer's like, I want to see this property. Then yeah, I'm going to go directly to the seller. The contract is over. Yep. I might pay a referral fee. We can do that. Okay. And, and again, it's it's your business. And uh, I will always suggest that if that's going to make you feel better, and if it's going to improve relationships down the road with your fellow realtors, you know, then throw them a bone. Say, Thank you. I know you're yeah. out of it, but, you know. Unless, uh, unless that's going to bring up this whole thing that exactly happened. There were the agent A is going to be like, you violated 16. I need to know what did they say? What did the board say? I'll read the panel. The panel concluded that it was not the intent of Article 16 to provide any extended or continuing claim to a client by a realtor following the expiration of a listing agreement between the client and the realtor. Boom. Problem solved. The the panel concluded that Realtor A had not been successful in his efforts to sell the property and that neither the property owner nor the other realtor should be foreclosed from entering into a new listing agreement to sell the property. Therefore, they found Realtor B not in violation of Article 16. So, and and when we're on the panel, boy, a lot of stuff comes out that you you just never know. So that's why we all have to keep poker faces, just keep asking questions. There's a lot of variables. There are a lot of moving parts. Yeah. But I could also argue for it. I could also argue that the, even though the spirit of that rule is during Mm -hmm. contract, the contract actually reads 
that me as agent A is protected with that specific buyer. And I am due a commission. That's why you have to speak to your broker because every state is going to be different. Every set of rules will be My broker stopped answering my calls. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) She's like, oh my God. (laughs) I I encourage my agents to, let's talk about it. You know, let's talk about it. Let's look at the circumstances because there are, it's not always black and white. Sometimes there's a lot of gray. Which is why we don't need rules in the first place, Jim. Oh, you are such a high D. (laughs) (laughs) Let's blow this shit up. (laughs) That was a good one. Yeah, I thought you'd like it. Yeah. It is sticky and it is complicated and it does depend, right? Yep. I learned that word a long time ago from uh, one of the board attorneys. He says, I'm going to give you the legal response. It depends. (laughs) That's a direct quote. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Al Munchauer. Thank you, Al. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Thank you. I wonder right. what you, the listener, thinks. Like, did are you screaming at us right now? Maybe, maybe you are. Maybe. Please maybe. hit us up on social or just yeah. text me. Yeah. Um, Jim, if people have a referral for you in Minnesota or they want to get a hold of you, what is the best way? Either text or call 612. 612- five six two seven four six one or email me jim camarada with an a at the end not an o <laughs> jim camarada at kw.com we should legally change your name <laughs> <laughs> all right Goodbye. well thanks for being on you see will. ya